Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Yo. What's good? That's your average playoff talk. We're going to talk a lot of playoffs today. It's about to be playoff time, playoff time, playoff time. NFL Super Card Weekend, Wild Card Weekend, uh, got going on today. So we're going to talk about all the games from the week. No coaching vacancies, no GM vacancies, no uh, who's going to be here, who's going to be there. We're talking about who's still playing, baby. It's January football, and here we go. NFL playoffs. We got all these teams left, everything going the the way it's supposed to um, for a lot of these teams and, and, and some other teams getting some, some, some great breaks um, as it pertains to the way they were able to get through uh, into the into the playoffs. So we're going to get it started today. We're going to talk about all these games. First up is going to be that Cincinnati-Vegas game, and we're obviously going to talk about uh, the night game. Um, I believe that's the Bills and the Patriots. Uh, so we're going to get into all these games today. We're going to get into um, – uh, let's see here. Yep, Bills Patriots tonight at six fifteen, two thirty here uh, my time. Uh, Las Vegas, Cincinnati. So let's get up into it. But first and foremost, like always, you know what we got to do. You already know. Here it is. What about tomorrow? Time for us to start winning is now, now, now. now. Hey, they don't like us. We don't like them. Nothing wrong with that, right? At the end of the day. It's the same three things you've had to do in 35 that you got to do now in 2018. I do not see no holes on this wall. you got to run the ball. Barkley off the left side. Here he goes. Look at the speed. Oh, my goodness. Break the tackle. Got to take it to the house. 92 yards. Tying with the defender. Saquon Barkley. You gotta stop the run. Tyreek Hill lines up in the backfield. The ball pops free, and it's recovered by Harrison. A snack for David Harrison early. 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 And you gotta pressure the passer. Went hangs in, holds it down. Down he goes. And an early sack by Olivier Vernon. Vernon. Two kinds of players in this league, folks. There are guys that play professional football, and there are professional football players. And the professional football players are the guys we want. I don't want guys that want to win. I want guys that hate to lose. Hate to lose. Odell Beckham Jr. down the sideline for the touchdown. Touchdown! Giants fans, you are now listening to the hottest show on the planet, the Shakedown. Here to give you everything you need to know on your New York football giants are. Black Friday. Black Friday. Welcome to the New York Football Giants, Saquon Barkley, a.k.a. the Golden Child. <laughs> He's the Do you know who Alec Ogletree is? Like, I'm asking you for real. Really? Me, but do you know who he is? J-Rock, J-Rock, J-Rock. You saying we going 16-0, huh? 16-0, bro. How dare you say anything worse? <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> Out your mind. You... 
You know we just drive to the Messiah. Obi is the one and only Shake Montana. Now if that man was a prospect like a Peyton Manning or a Joe Montana, like I've been saying the whole fucking time, you don't pass up on this talent. You don't do it. You don't do it. Now here is your host, Shakes Montana. Yo, what's good with it? How y'all doing today? It's super wild card weekend. Uh, we got two games today. Uh, the first one will be starting here in about 43, 42 minutes. Uh, it's going to be the Las Vegas Raiders against the Cincinnati Bengals, and we're about to see some fun, y'all. Two teams that um, I think it's 19 years for Las Vegas, 30-some years for Cincinnati since their last playoff victories. One of them's going to break a streak today. One of them's going to get that coveted playoff victory moving on to the divisional round. It's going to be fun to watch. I think that game, to me, of all weekend, Outside of Sunday 2.30, um, outside of Sunday 4.30 game, it's Cincinnati Bengals and the and Las Vegas Raiders. This game is going to be fun to watch. We got – there's so much to talk about um, as it pertains to the game itself. X's and O's, you got Jamar Chase against a secondary that isn't that great. Uh, you also have a, 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 a front four in the Las Vegas Raiders, Crosby and them boys looking – after it uh and of course as much as i like to say that they i was wrong about cincinnati not drafting the offensive line um uh or i was wrong about them should have drafting an offensive line to win they approved me wrong however it is playoff season and let's see if this offensive line can to the asian yet again uh block for the man joe burrow block for the man joe mixon uh and then let's see if t higgins and jamar chase can't go off um let's not forget um the 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 main takeaway from this game, the Las Vegas Raiders shouldn't even be here. Uh, they have a, a interim special teams head coach, and and Rich Basacha. How's your family? How you doing? Um, they've got you know off the field issues, internet, uh, email issues uh, with head coaches and and things of that nature. This is a a, a whirlwind of a season for the Las Vegas Raiders who went from I think at one point uh two or three games under 500 to two or three games over 500 to now what they're sitting three games over 500 10 and 7 uh getting ready for this getting ready to take on the Cincinnati Bengals on the road um this is a a cross country so to speak game for the Las Vegas Raiders um as it pertains to the travel and 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 where they got to go from there but look man this is this is a team with Derek Carr with Josh Jacobs um they've been able to run the football and Derek Carr's been able to throw the football very very well over the last few games um it, it's just going to be um it's just going to be one of those man uh, I don't end, okay now look uh, this could be one, but I don't anticipate it being a a a an ass whooping, so to speak. I think they got the spread here at six points uh, for the Bengals. I think that's a perfect good spread. I think it's somewhere in the vicinity of five to eight points for this game. Um, I know that seems like a lot, but a touchdown game for these two teams, I think that's perfect. I think Cincinnati may come off late, uh, maybe with a one or two point lead there late, get a field goal, possibly get a touchdown uh, to secure the victory. I, I'm going to, as you could tell, I think I'm going Cincinnati here. Um, as much as Las Vegas has, um, you know, 
overcome adversity from what was it Halloween uh, from the from the you know the the rugs incident to the Mayock incident or not Mayock but the Gruden Mayock incident the uh, the the second you know um, offender in the secondary uh, having his issues with drinking and driving and then of course his team uh, going through some lows losing to some not very good teams and then picking it back up they had some things go their way um, of course the, the the greatest thing or the best thing or the one thing that stands out the most is the Jacksonville Jaguars being the Colts um, that was able to swing the door open for a few teams and it, and it did and it swung the door open for Las Vegas and uh, they were sitting there pretty at the last game of the year where it's either, look, we either get this game, tie it up, go to the playoffs, or we get this game, kick a field goal, maybe even start a touchdown, win it, and go to the playoffs. So um, as much as this, this season, I think, is a win for them um, in the Las Vegas Raiders, I think it's a loss for them in the divisional round coming up here at 2.30 p.m. There's just too much. Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Joe Mixon. That defense is actually coming to step up. Hendrickson, I think he's top five in the league in sacks over there. Um, Kendrickson or Hendrickson, I can't remember. The, the Cincinnati Bengals offseason pickup uh, as it pertains uh, to the way that they, uh, they get things done. Let's see here. Um, injury report. Uh, let's see here. It doesn't look like there's very many uh, big names. Uh, Patrick on Patrick O uh, for the Vegas Raiders. I think he's also leading the league in sacks as well, top five or six as well for him. Um, and he's going to be out today too. So look, this is a defense in 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 Las Vegas that's going to be out some key pieces. Where uh, this to me looks like a defense and an offense in Cincinnati rearing a girl. Thirty one degrees um, in Cincinnati. You know, Perfect January weather, clear skies. I don't think there's going to be lots of crazy wind, but it is, you know, outside. Um, so it is going to be the way it goes. Um, this isn't this isn't this isn't a game that I think I need to spend too much time on as it pertains to the way that this is going to look out. Because look, man, uh, I'm picking the Cincinnati Bengals. I'm taking them to uh, their their first playoff game in what 30 31 years. Um, they got a squad over there. Um, I've said it again. I've said it before, and I will say it again. I was completely wrong. Um, Jamar Chase, absolutely the the right pick at number four uh, in the 2021 draft for the Cincinnati Bengals, and, and the numbers don't lie. Uh, the winning has come from that. And then, of course, he happens to open up. Um, I think this is one of the few instances in the NFL where we see a wide receiver and a quarterback open up the run game. Um, and this is where – you you look at the Bengals and you say, look, man, they they they're able to move the football at at a consistent rate, passing it, opens it up, schemes it up, and then they're able to run the football with Joe Mixon. And it's not as if Joe Mixon isn't out there doing his things. He's got another. He's got a thousand yard season uh, for him. Um, it's just man, it's just going to be a fun game uh, to to sit back and watch and to. Um, Let's see here, and to and to take off, uh, take take out what you can from this game. I mean, there's look two AFC teams that haven't that haven't had you know playoff success in in two decades, three decades. Like this is going to be Cincinnati and them boys are going to be doing their thing. It's going to be the game of all games, and uh, I don't say the game of all games. I just think as a as much as it goes to these players and, and putting everything out there and the organizations, the franchises. Now, this isn't 
you know, a bunch of guys getting together to, you know, one last run on a great team. These are two teams, young, hungry, trying to move forward. One in Las Vegas trying to see if they should keep Derek Carr for the long haul. And a playoff victory or two might get Derek Carr really paid. So, um, and you look to the other side of the ball, the youth um, that is in the Cincinnati Bengals, the the um, the amount of, uh, say, swagger or calmness or confidence or whatever you want to say about those Bengals is evident. It's there and it's and and, and it's and it's good to go. So, uh, I'm. I'm just uh I'm very, very interested. Again, I, I'm picking Cincinnati, but there's nothing that this isn't gonna shock me if Vegas wins. This isn't a lock to me. I just think Cincinnati with Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase and T. Higgins, that offense, as much as Vegas has on their front four, front six and seven, it's just not gonna be enough. I believe Cincinnati pulls away for a victory. I will take Cincinnati and the points uh, as we move forward. So um, the the next game on the slate uh, – hold on one second here. Um, let's see here. We are going to work to the next game, and that's going to be – we all know the game. I'm just trying to take my time. Righty. Going through some things here. It's going to be a quick little session. Um, I'm just going to run through these games. Uh, run through the... Uh, let's see here. Let's pick over here. Da, 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 da. Let's see here. <laughs> here we go, my people. The game everyone wants to talk about today is going to be the New England Patriots taking on the Buffalo Bills. We're just going to end this right here. New England. New England. New England. New England, New England. Oh, my God, it's going to be so much fun to watch. Buffalo Bills smashing tables, hosting a playoff game, winning the AFC East just to have Bill Belichick walk to their home, Swagger City, uh, Swagger City and, and – sorry about that. Um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're going to walk in, walk out, head held high, and beat the Buffalo Bills. This isn't a, I think the the Patriots are going to cover situation. This isn't, I think, uh, the Patriots are going to keep this game close. Bill Belichick is the greatest head coach we've ever seen this side of Vince Lombardi, and he might be even better than him. Uh, he will know what to do. This is a rubber match, um, and I fully expect Bill Belichick to be prepared. Be ready. Mac Jones, do his thing. This is the second coming. Uh, the next 20 years uh, will be the New England Patriots torturing a very good Buffalo Bills team. 
And that's what's going to be awesome about the AFC East. Patriots are going to have some competition. Um, I still take the Patriots this year, even though they're younger, they're youthful, uh, they've got less experience all around. Give me New England. Give me New England. I'm taking New England, and I'm going to take them with all of my heart and passion because some men just want to watch the world burn. (laughs) And I'm one of them because this is going to be fun. Like, look, we put this a seven-win Patriots team last year was dead in the water. They weren't supposed to make the playoffs. They weren't supposed to be good ever again. Their dynasty was dead. The Patriots were dead. Uh, Brady and Gronk down in Tampa Bay winning a Super Bowl, going back to the playoffs again, looked like they were running away with the NFC at the beginning of the year. Uh, 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 Not so fast. But Belichick's gotten some for y'all. It's called the game plan. It's called doing your job. It's called I Know How to Win, and I Don't Know How to Do Nothing Else. So as uh, as as uh, we proceed to give you what you need, uh, the better team is Buffalo. The better quarterback is Buffalo. The better defense. You could give the edge to Buffalo, although I think New England has a very, very underrated defense, and the numbers are the numbers, and we're not going to sit here and say numbers lie or numbers don't lie, but they might fib a little. So look, check this out. I'm taking New England. They got a five-point deficit. It's going to be a fun watch. Um, I just don't see uh, – it's not that I don't see Buffalo Bill win- winning. Uh, I will be ecstatic and happy if I'm wrong because um, the evil genius that is Bill Belichick losing, there's nothing greater. But, look, man, he's going to do it. He's going to do it again, and, and he's going to win yet another AFC wild card weekend game where he is undefeated. Caveat on the road. He's going to have uh, – uh, Sorry about this. Uh, he's gonna he's gonna have a, a a sound game plan, and I just can't I can't sit here and say that I'm going to just write off New England. Um, New England is not gonna be a team that I will sit here and say that Buffalo is gonna outclass them and mollywop them and you know run them out the building, which is is, is possible for any game in any stadium. Just not for Bill Belichick. Just not for Bill Belichick. It just doesn't work that way. This is the 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 I don't know what to say it. I don't know how to say it. I don't know what to say exactly. All I know is there's two men in this day and age in football. When they're going up for a national title or they're going up for a Super Bowl or they're going up for a playoff. That's Nick Saban, and that's Bill Belichick, and I don't think I could ever bet against them, ever. So I'm going to stick with Bill. I'm going to stick with the Patriots, even though I was wrong with Nick Saban and them boys back in the national championship game. I'm, I'm, I'm going to stick with it. You go with what you know. You know what I mean? And if I'm going to lose by riding with Bill Belichick and that team and Mac Brady, I'm sorry, Tom Jones, I'm sorry, Mac Jones, those guys, they, they know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. Uh, I, can't, I can't hate them. I can't get mad at him. Sorry, LRP, go ahead. Say it again. I was giggling at you saying Tom Jones, and then I said, it's not unusual. <laughs> and I was supposed to finish the, the bar, you know what I mean? <laughs> it, it is not unusual to be loved by anyone, but it is unusual to watch the Buffalo Bills in the playoffs beat the New England Patriots. So I, I, I get it. 
I, I'm going to be an outlier on this pick. I, I, well, maybe not an outlier because I do believe there's a lot of people that just believe in Belichick. Um, but let's not forget and, and toss this Bills team to the side. I'm not, I'm not forgetting or, uh, you know, whatever the past term for remembering would be. This team is good. They have a really great defense. They've shut out, what, three teams this year, albeit not really great teams, two or three teams. You know, one other team was like maybe three points, putting up 40 and 50 at the same time. So this defense is is, is definitely top-notch. The offense is top-notch. Josh Allen's in his own digs. Them boys, they know how to, you know, play football. I'm not sitting here saying the Buffalo Bills are not good, they're bad, or da 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 I think that's the miscon you know, the misconception that when somebody picks against someone, especially in these type of things, we're saying that the other team is not good enough. I believe the Buffalo Bills are extremely good enough. Bill Belichick is just better. And we are gonna see that today. Hopefully I'm not wrong. But look, if I'm wrong, I'll eat it. Like the crow I ate from Jamar Chase. I like the crow I ate from uh uh Oh, no, I got that one right. But there, there's plenty of crow to go around at all times. The grill's fired up and ready every day. So, we'll, you know, it's good to go on that. Um, LRP, sir, I did run through the Vegas game. It's about to get kicked off here in, about, I think, about 20 minutes or so. Did you have any thoughts on the Vegas-Cincinnati game? Um, and did you want to make a pick? Yeah, man, I picked Cincinnati, and I can't wait to watch this game. <clears throat> um, a lot of names to look out for is skillful ball play. You know what I'm saying, Paul? I can't wait. But um, Joe Burrow, Carr, this coach that the Raiders have, you know what I'm saying? And Yeah, I'm excited, man. Playoffs is here, wild card weekend, the first one. Mm-hmm. And it looks to be, and it, this should be a good game. I, I hope that, you know, the talk and, you know, all the analysis, and now that we're about to actually see it, I hope it plays out the way they've talked it up before it should, to play out. So I'm excited. Yeah, that's the game, man. That's the game right here. Look, uh, there's a game tomorrow that has 90s playoffs written all over it. I know that you and we know the game I'm talking about. But to me, for all for all football purposes, this is the game of the weekend. Uh, Rams-Cardinals could be cool Monday night. Uh, you know, the game I was just talking about, uh, Cowboys, uh, Cowboys-Niners could be a good game. Tonight's game, Buffalo-New England could be a great game. I have no I have no idea what Pittsburgh, Kansas City is going to be. Probably far from a good game, but we'll see. Um, but look, man, this Cincinnati, this Las Vegas team, two teams that one of them is going to break a 20. I mean, they're on 20 years, I think, both. One is, what, nineteen twenty. The other one is like 30, 31 years since their last playoff victory. One franchise is going to celebrate like there's no tomorrow. Me and you both believe it's Cincinnati. I like Joe Burrow. I like Joe Mixon. I like I like Higgins. I like Jamar. But even more, I like that Cincinnati defense. And Vegas, for all it's been able to do, they do not have wide receivers. They still got Waller. They 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 still got Jacobs. They don't have any wide receivers as much as they've been playing their their asses off over the last few weeks to get into the playoffs. This is just not a team 
I could see take the top off or even get some real reliable help from the wide receiver core. It's going to be a Darren Waller type day if you're playing uh, – uh, fan duel for fantasy sports for the weekend. Uh, Darren Waller tied in. I think that might be the go. Um, the reason I say that is because I honestly think Kansas City has a really, 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 really good shot of, of sitting most of their players fourth quarter against the Steelers. And as much as I like Kittle, um, I just don't see them, you know, attacking them in that secondary as much. We'll get into that later. I think that's more of a run heavy game, uh, both sides of the football, but. Look, man, Cincinnati and Vegas, they're going to have some fun today. Like, I, I, I don't know um, how much Vegas-Cincinnati games you've watched this year. Vegas, I've watched very little, just a couple. I think maybe the one right after the Ruggs incident and the one right after the Gruden stuff. Um, but Cincinnati, I've, because of my overwhelming negativity over their draft stock, I had to play close attention to this team. And I think – Shake said it earlier last week or, or the week before about how I'm really riding this, this Cincinnati team pause. Um, and, and, and I am. This is a team that uh, because, like I said, I went so negative in their draft um, and, I, and I thought it would be a detriment to the team. They proved me wrong. And the connection that Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase have at a rookie level. And I, we could say Joe Burrow's in his second year, but playing football again, now mentally he's definitely in his second year, but physically playing football, he's still a rookie. And for him to be able to have the same, that, that muscle memory, the way he knew where Jamar was going to be. Um, and that translated over to Higgins, Higgins having a thousand yard season as well. Uh, a good one as well. Having two wide receivers do that. I think it sets the stage for them to break that 30 something year drought that they've had. And, and I'm, and I'm all for it. Yeah, wide receiver, of course, with Baker and that home Joe Mixon. I'm excited to see him. And I haven't watched many of uh, Bengals. I mean, I've watched the highlights and, you know, whenever they were playing Houston. Or, but it was, it's been more Raiders in this area of region mm, okay, okay. that I've seen play against Houston or uh, Dallas. So. Mm-hmm. And look, but this I is a team like, in Cincinnati that that played the Packers early this year. It took the Packers a an overtime late drive uh, to win that game. Um, that was the infamous, I think, seven or eight field goals missed by both teams, and I think three or four missed uh, game winning field goals by both teams. I think majority of them by the Packers, Craig Mason Crosby. But outside of the kicking game. Offensively, defensively, that Cincinnati team stayed par for par, for par with the number one team in all the NFL. Um, you know, we can hyperbole the Packers and how great they are because I'm a Packers fan. I can do that, but is a team that was like top five in offense, top ten in defense throughout the entire year, and they are just good. And Cincinnati said, "Look, we don't care. We'll play you, and we're gonna play you very well." Um, and I believe this is the second OT game. Um, we've played Cincinnati, so maybe the football guys just like us playing in OT. But look, man, this is a this is a team that I just I, I thoroughly enjoy watching. Um, defensively, they've been able to do their thing. Um, uh, the 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 off season pickup was it Hendrickson or Kendrickson? Uh, he's leading all top five or six in the league in, in sacks. He's got pressures. Um, that Cincinnati Bengals defense is just. Is, is is 
lights out? Are they number one in the league? No. Do you statistically look at them and go, wow, they hop off the page? Probably not, but you can just watch them and, and, and realize that that team is, is set to go. Um, I think set to go on a run. Super Bowl, who knows? Um, but I definitely think they have one, two victory, uh, one to two victories in this playoffs uh, under their belt if they if they choose to, to, to play that way. All right. Getting back into the second game that I was talking to you about when you got up in here and you get a little giggle about the Mac Jones or the you know the Tom Jones and the the Mac Brady comment there, but New England Buffalo, Buffalo spending the last part of two decades looking up at Daddy Patriots. Now over the past three years um, in Buffalo, realizing yo look this is this isn't the New England division anymore. This is New England and Buffalo's division. And um, we'll see what the Jets in Miami have anything to say if they do. But right now, this looks like it's going to be Mac Jones and, and Josh Allen for the next 10 to 15 years in this division battling it out. And I'm excited. And we get to see one of the first of probably many playoff games between these two. Um, we will see them regular season, obviously, twice a year. But look, man, rubber matches in the playoffs between two divisional teams, I don't think there's anything better. Packers had it, you know, a few years ago. Um, Ravens and Steelers have it like almost every time they're in the playoffs. Um, there's just there's just something to say about watching two division rivals who've already met once, who've split the series in the regular season and play very well. It's not definitely a mismatch. Man, I think the biggest question I have for you is, is Josh Allen ready to take over and become the AFC East, you know, right now? They're going to, the Bills, can they take over being the AFC East juggernaut who just missed one season and now they're back in the playoffs? I don't know if I'm ready to answer that, but I do get excited about what the years to come will be. Um, I think the future is solidified, I would say that. Um. And so I will say the same thing as far as New England. It's very going to be a good game. I mean, I know the first one, the weather affected it, and I know it's going to be blistering tonight as well. Um, however, I am of the opinion that Mac Jones has definitely went to the right place with though. The first time you may see something, it may look shaky, but the second time, you're going to see a better version of it um, just because of that tool list that they got in the building. And with Josh McDaniels not having any interest or there's no interest for him in none of these discussions about people moving on and coaching carousel that's currently going on, I think that plays a role into Mac Jones' development. And, um, so I think both of their futures are solidified, but I'm not ready to say that this is Josh Allen's division now, and the throne has been de- well, dethroned, if you will, rather. But I am excited to watch this game. Mac Jones, uh, Josh Allen, um, Bills, Patriots, that defense of the Bills, Greg Roussel, um, what's my man, um, safety, Micah Hyde, and um, them boys. They got good linemen, good linebackers. 
Patriots got good defense, good cornerbacks. So I'm. It would. I haven't. I think Buffalo wins this, but I don't think it's going to be a lopsided one. I think it'll be. It'll be. Hopefully, it's competitive. I'm, I'm betting that it's competitive, but another good game that I'm going to be watching. But being the dog, I don't really have a dog in the race. I'm just excited to see uh, competitive football and back and forth chess moves. Now that the playoffs are here, people, you got to win in different ways. So that's another thing. I don't want to things different in the playoffs. So based off of a regular season analysis, and I know that may be sounding. I don't know if that sounds crazy or not, but do you give a different analysis in the playoffs than you do in the regular season? Of course you do. So until I see it, we'll see what it's going to be. But my pick is the Bills tonight. So I got Bengals-Bills for today. Yes, sir, marking it down. Bengals-Bills, uh, not, a, not a bad pick. Again, we are – we. Uh, not again, but we are on opposite sides of this one. I, I'm I'm picking Bill Belichick. I can't I can't go against it. He's got two full games, and he's got a quarterback uh, that that knows what he's doing. So again, I, I said it earlier. Uh, if you want to hear my winded talk about it, uh, you can listen to that. Uh, I pick New England, and Mister LRP picking Buffalo. Uh, we do have our main man, our friend, either chosen one on the line with us today. We did go over Cincinnati and Las Vegas, and we just went over uh, Buffalo and New England. Uh, I think what we will do here is go over these two and the first game for tomorrow, uh, have a little bit more talk, and then let everyone get into these playoff games. And then, Real of course, quick. I believe we, we will have a show tomorrow to talk about everything else. Sorry, go ahead. Sorry, I just want to say before E goes and. I just wanted to also add on to Zach Wilson and the Jets as the future. So that may be where my allegiance lies as mm-hmm. far as Josh Allen and Mac Jones, which I know either chose one may have something to say about that because his son is playing this evening. And my son ain't there yet, but this this next season, watch out for the Jets and Zach Wilson. That boy ain't going nowhere, but mm-hmm. that's all I got you know, that'll be an interesting conversation we have for the off season. Uh, can they make the right decisions, uh, OC, and get him going in the right direction? Salah not going anywhere, and that man all year, uh, one of the worst teams uh, offensively and uh, worst teams just out there um, as it pertains to product on the field. No one questioned Robert Salah all year. There was not even a hot seat conversation. That man is the head coach. He's going to move forward. He's going to turn things around there. I think I like the direction they're going. Um, he's the chosen one, sir. Go ahead and get us that uh, Vegas-Cincinnati analysis real quick, if you'd like, and then a pick. And then go ahead and move on to the greatest coach of all time, Bill Belichick, and that game against the Bildos in Buffalo. Peace, peace, Kings. What's going on, man? Good to see y'all. Good to hear y'all. Good to know everybody's okay. I'm feeling wonderful today, man. Just um, it's a blessed day. Football is amongst us, regardless to us being in the hunt or not. We love the game. We enjoy the game, and we are uh, aficionados of the game. So today will be a lot of analysis, jealousy, and uh, frustration, if we really want to take a look at it, because that's what's going to happen. We're going to watch our sons compete. But we're going to always continuously wish we're there. We'll get there, right, LRP? That's the key word floating today. 
but I'm going to give you my analysis for Cincinnati, <laughs> Vegas. No, we've made it. Uh-huh. Yeah, we'll get there one day. We'll get there one day. You guys like Nacho don't have to worry about that. His mind is just on winning it all because he's always there. But um, I'm going to change my pick. I was contemplating taking the Raiders for some reason because I just was a little confident in Derek Carr, which I still am. I think it's going to be a heck of a game. I think it's going to be an offensive shootout, if y'all really want to know. But I think for some reason the Cincinnati Bengals defense is going to pick up a little bit more and the offense is going to pull it through. So I'm looking at a close game with Cincinnati riding one of the hottest streaks right now going into the playoffs and a dialed-in quarterback. Now, the question is, Derek Carr is an experienced vet who's probably been here before, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know if he's been in the playoffs before. Nope. He's never been in the playoffs before, which is crazy. So this is his first playoff game riding high. Joe Burrow is an up-and-coming, my son, quarterback who's riding a wave right now of one of the best streaks of a quarterback that we've seen in a regular season in his second year. So he has the connectivity. He has the offensive firepower. These guys are flying high and firing on all cylinders. They are well coached, and they are well organized on offense. He hardly makes many mistakes, and he's shown that he's not a turnover machine when it counts the most. So that plays well. They have a running game, which we all know in the playoffs how that gets you going. They have offensive pass catches in the skill position that are top 15, top to bottom if you look at them, in the NFL. And, again, that hot streak, we will not dismiss that. These boys are playing balanced football over there. So I'm going to change my pick to Cincinnati and ride with my son in Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase in the boys and Joe Mixon. So I'm looking forward to that game. I'll give you a predictive score. I think the Bengals will pull it out 34 to 34-24 Bengals, changing my pick. Now, talking about my son, against the well-coached, well-oiled machine over there in the East. This game for Josh Allen will allow him, if he wins, to put his thumb on the pulse of allowing his franchise to take the next step. The Bills franchise can take the next step. Are they the organization that we go to and just say, yeah, they have upsurped the New England Patriots? Not at all. Not at all. While they were winning nothing, the Patriots were winning at all. Time and time and time again. Three decades worth of just straight winning. But this game, the Bills, if they win it, they can put their thumb on the pulse of the AFC East and let them know they will be a team to be reckoned with moving forward as long as they keep up the status. Now, organization-wise, I would never compare the Bills to the Patriots, not at all. Team and the players, 
That's the only place I can go right now with them. Right now, the Bills have a stronger defensive roster and a better quarterback at this stage in his career. Mac Jones is still a rookie. It is just amazing what Bill Belichick can do with play and plug, free agency, and keeping this organization where it is. So hopefully he can pull it out. I'm going for them. I think the Bills will win this game 27-17. And um, he will play one of his best games to show that he's arrived. But it will be a nail-biter in certain situations. So that's where I'm going with that. As far as your son, Zach Wilson, I am a Robert Saylor fan. Everybody knows that. I've preached it, speeched it, and screeched it throughout the world. As soon as they got this guy, I said, he's the guy. And he's shown it. The Jets have a future in this division. Zach Wilson has a future in this league. And all they are are what I'm hoping we can get to, which is when you look around a Jets roster, barring injuries, they have the pieces to put it together, and they just need to add to those pieces, and they will be a formidable opponent in making some noise in that East. Sorry, gentlemen, my headset kind of went out there. I don't know if you guys can hear me now. I had to get on the phone. Yes, we can, my brother. We got you loud and clear. I missed the last part of your um, analysis there, but I kind of think I got most of it. Um, Give me one second here. Again, I missed a good portion of that. Yeah, I was discussing Robert Saylor. Yeah, I picked Cincinnati, and I picked the Bills. And I let it be known about the Bills. Or, yeah, but the Bills. But I, I said why and how Josh Allen can put his, you know, he can put the Bills' thumb on New England's pulse, meaning that he get a chance to touch the neck and and check they, check their heart rate. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, I'm in the building. Mm-hmm. You understand? But organization-wise, we'll never do those comparatives, not at all. And then I moved on to, of course, I just didn't want to say my brother's son. I was being facetious, but that's yeah. talking about the Jets you know, and Robert Saylor and how much of a fan of that guy that I am, which is well known and documented here on the show. Mm-hmm. So they have a future yeah. with that organization. Yeah, that's a, that's a guy that I know very well from playoffs against the Packers when he was with the Niners and Robert Saylor. Uh, I'm not a big, I'm not a big uh, one way or the other with him. I think it's a wait and see. The fact, again, the fact that this year was not a great year for New York, um, again, another bad year. The quarterback questions, um, of course, there was injuries, but the quarterback questions, Salah was never in any discussion. He was never on first take discussions about losing his job. He never had a hot seat topic. He, he Nobody really really gave him a bad an eye. Like, we know what you're dealing with over there with Woody Johnson. We know what you got going on. We see we'll just give you some chance. And I think that's that's the biggest sign I could get from New York media and and just anything having to do in New York if you're a head coach and you have that season and you're not even talked about in the light of maybe even just losing your job. Everyone's just confident you're going to be good. That's the kind of thing right. I have. And, Robert, stay right. low. And, 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 and Nacho, I want to add to that. I apologize. You just, you just yo, I, I, I sincerely and humbly apologize, bro, but you brought me in. You see, I was trying to be out. And you brought me in. Here you, do, here you go doing that. 
listen, I, that's what I was talking about, Nacho, and I just want to go back um, till I think to about Wednesday, if you can recall. I know you have a great mem- recollective memory. I was talking about the little things that you see when you watch a team that gives you hope. Even with the abysmal record that the Jets had, you saw them have moments of like, oh, okay, and it just wasn't one, brother. It wasn't one on offense. It wasn't one on defense. It was as a collective. And then you saw the coaching because you know they pan over to that whenever a series is over, good or bad, happy or sad, right? And you saw them still be a team. And and what you just said was he wasn't on a hot seat, regardless to the record. And when you look over there, you see that there's an organization which no matter what, still wasn't talked about in a damaging way regardless to record. And that's what I mean, because they know they're on the uprise. They're on the buildup. And that's the feeling that I want to get with our New York football giants. So you don't have to worry about that because you're only worried about a decline because you've been on the up and up for damn near over a decade. So hopefully you'll understand that feeling one day. Yes, that was a shot to my brother. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and and look, it's, it's it's quite interesting because you say that, and it's really just like a drop off from the wins that your quarterback gets you. In my situation, uh, the team's going to still be an eight to nine win team without Aaron Rodgers. We're probably not going to be thirteen or fourteen wins, which still gets you in the playoffs and still gives you a chance. So I hope we can, uh, uh, you know, find a quarterback that can just give us one or two more wins, and then that's that's the thought process there. So, um, <laughs> The uh, the where was I going to go with this next one? Uh, yeah, winning, I, winning, uh, winning gives you mental conniption. I yeah, um, it, it it does, it does, and I think the I fact know. that you I throw know. in a couple of years, you throw in a couple of years of losing and missing the playoffs, and you pick right back up in three thirteen straight wins. It does kind of give you that. Like, well, I mean, anything could happen. Right. Um, right, and and I'm trying to we we trying to get there as a whole entire world. I got you. Yeah, and look, and that's not a knock on just the Giants. I mean, there is a plethora of teams out there that are looking to get better, but we are not talking about that. This is super wild card weekend. The teams that they're still playing in January, we're gonna get into it. We're gonna talk about tomorrow's first game in the morning. Uh, let me get back to this. Uh, you know, website uh, here uh, that we all know and love. Um, but it's going to be the morning game will be, oh, y'all are going to love to talk about this one. Morning game. The NFC South hosting the NFC East. Tampa Bay Buccaneers 12-13-4. and 13 and four, Speaking on the Philadelphia Eagles, 9-8, and eight, squeaking in. I think they're the seven seed, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah. Yes, because yes, Tampa's the two seed. Um, here we go. Um, the the, the portion, um, the other matchup predictors were kind of even, somewhere between 60 and 40. Uh, this one, not so much. That's why I'm going to read it for you. Tampa Bay's got a 77.5% chance of winning this game. They're also 8.5 favorites. Let's not forget and talk about this 68 degrees sounds beautiful right 75 percent chance of rain 
I think about an inch to two inches of rain, and I think the gust of about 30 to 40 miles an hour is what it stands right now. Obviously, weather changes. It could be a beautiful, bright, sunny morning tomorrow in Tampa. Um, but as it sits right now, it's not looking so great. Um, so we'll see if that run game had anything to do with it. I'll just take this one real quick. Actually, you know what? I went first the last couple of times. Let's go ahead. Let's get LRP up in here. LRP, sir, Philadelphia, traveling to Tampa Bay for Sunday morning, uh, getting up and, and doing our come Sunday back, morning. Come back to me, bro. Come back oh, to okay. Me. No worries. No worries, E. E, E, E. E, the chosen one, What's my up, friend, baby? sir. You know, y- y'all know I got the shovel. Let's get it done. Um, so, and, and, and the shovel is, 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 is that for the Eagles six feet? Oh, you know, first of all, when you bury an eagle, brother, you got to bury them 12 feet because you don't want <laughs> other scavengers. <laughs> you don't want other scavengers being able to find the remains of a dead-ass bird like that. And they stink, bro. A dead bird you can smell for miles on end, especially, and I'm going to use a little, you know, analogy for those of us that's been on the East Coast for quite some time. You can smell a dead bird from 95 to 84, meaning there's all the way up north and all the way across west. So you got to bury that 12 feet. I'm going to give the shovel to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and I think that's what we're going to just picture was on the side of their helmets, like just shovels instead of pirates, because that's what's going to happen tomorrow. I don't care about the weather. I don't care about the temperature. I don't care about the wind factor. I don't care about it, none of it. This game is not going to be competitive at all to me in my mind, except for maybe Tom Brady making it that way because he's going to be stepping into the postseason with not, with, without some of the weapons that he had during the regular season and that also helped him win last season's Super Bowl, meaning that there will be no Antonio Brown. There will be no Leonard Fournette. I think two of the cornerbacks are still hurt. I don't know if Pierre Paul is playing tomorrow, but we can get through that, of course, Nacho, while I'm doing my analysis of this game, if you can pull up the injury report because that's kind of important. But that's the only thing that will keep the Eagles even relevant. But by the third quarter, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers will be throwing the dirt starting from three feet deep. They are dead. Mm -hmm. D. E-D. So you got three questionables, uh, Sean Murphy bunting, Carlton okay. Davis, both uh, defensive backs are right. questionable. Right, cornerbacks are Fournette okay. Leonard Fournette still on the injured reserve. Mm-hmm. Real Grayson, wide receiver, is out. Justin mm-hmm. Watson, wide receiver, is questionable. Look, man, mm-hmm. we're talking about a team that's full of injury. Like, I, I, I know. But well, we also talking about, talking about the replacement that are killer, Breland. As a wire pyramid, mm-hmm. these guys are look, these look. guys are these guys are great replacements for these guys. Mm-hmm. Robert Jones. And if, if if you're talking about a one game off against Ronald the Philadelphia Jones. Eagles in the wild card round, I am 100 mm-hmm. percent with you. Uh, this is not right. a team to me that looks like they can make a deep run or even compete against the upper-level defenses that will be in maybe the Los Angeles Rams or the Arizona Cardinals or maybe even in uh, the Green Bay Packers. This is, those wide receivers do not strike fear into any of those defenses, even if Tom Brady's still in the football. So I think Absolutely. this is going to help out. This game, 
those are the names and those are reasons. And the reasons we bring up those is because those are definite uh, one gamers. Uh, you know, you want guys that will be able to come in and for one game put up some stats, do what you need to do, uh, and get you a victory. And I think that's exactly what's, what you're talking about. I think that's exactly what those guys can do. Um, exactly. And it's going to happen that I think way. The, and I'm going to be smiling at this time tomorrow when we talk about it. Mm-hmm. So we're looking at Godwin still on the injured reserve. They put Sherman on mm-hmm. the injured reserve on the 11th. Um, and then they've got a few other guys that have been on injury reserve since the beginning of the year, um, middle through the year. Um, and then Ronald Jones is out, and Leonard Fournette is out. They have no run game. Um, it, wow. It's going to be a tall task. I am not. I'm right. not. Um, I'm not saying this is going to be super easy. Um, this is this. This has. This has legacy building Brady all over it because if his defense goes out, does what it needs to do, and shuts down the Eagles' run game, and he walks away with this victory, uh, we're going to see a a legacy building uh, uh, talk from him uh, about it. So to me, this is how much do the Tampa Bay Buccaneers love Tom Brady? Because they got to win it for you. There's nothing in my mind that says Tom Brady's going to go out there with this offense and those offensive weapons and go put up 30, 40 points and just whip the shit out of the Eagles. I mean, can it happen? No. It's football. No. It's football. I, just, I just think they'll pull away third quarter. I think it'll be, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, a little yeah, a little stinchy, as I like to call it. You know, they have a little smell mm-hmm. to it by the, second, by the end of the second quarter. Yeah. But third quarter, I think late in the third quarter, about four and a half, five to go, that's when they put themselves up by two – touchdowns probably, and the Eagles probably won't be, definitely not be able to come back from that. That's what I'm saying. Look, look, there's a difference between a team yeah. putting up 30 and 28 in the first half, and then sitting on their laurels for the second half, and then beating you and putting up 35, 40 for a team that has, you know, 14 going into the fourth quarter. And you get a bad turnover, and now it's 21. You get another bad turnover, and now it's 28. And you get a late position, you get another 31 points. 17 in the fourth quarter is a lot different to me than a team that started hot, got up big, and just rolled it out. And, and, and you know, situations are situational. As my friend Pat McAfee, I don't say my friend, but the guy I listen to Pat McAfee says every day. And that means, like, I contextually see them – keeping it close and then being the Eagles. And then, like you said, third, fourth quarter, the wear and tear, the inexperience, Tom Brady knowing when to go, where to go, how to go, because he's got a first half of this team in his brain already um, and helping out uh, Leftwich, helping him out uh, offensively. And then, of course, Todd Bowles out there. I, I just, look, man, that, that team, regardless of, you know, what they did last year, they have a good coaching staff. Those guys ain't hurt. Those guys ain't gone. They're still there. So, um, I believe in that coaching staff and, and that team um, is is good. We're not going to sit here and denigrate the team because of a few injuries, but it's not as if these few injuries are nobody. Leonard Fournette, Chris Godwin, Ronald Jones. How healthy? How healthy is Mike Evans going to be? You know, like those things are real questions. You know, a bad hit in the first quarter for Mike Evans and he's out the rest of the game. You got to rely on breathing. You got to rely on those guys for the entirety of the game to win one-on-one matchups, 
that's when it's going to get tough. You know, Gronk not not being able to defeat double triple teams because there's nobody else to fuck with on the outside. Godwin's gone and the boys are gone. It's it's going to be hard. It's going to be a difficult task. But like I said, and like you guys preach most of the year about your team, the good coaching can overcome some of those things. And I think that's what Arians and Boyles and Westwich and and, and those you know assistants. That this is what this is what they dream of. You know, quarterbacks dream of one two minute drill, no timeouts, you're down six. You know, safeties dream of that on the other side. I mean, like it, coaches dream of losing star players in key situations so they can prove to the world that they are great coaches. Like, you don't think Bill Belichick is sitting at home smiling while he's in the playoffs again within a year? Like, it it, it feels good to him that he was able to go do that. So, look, I, I'm I'm all for this team in uh, Tampa Bay of getting that late victory. Sorry, LRP. No, I was just letting you know I was back. The floor is yours. We were kind of uh, rambling on right there. Okay. I was just going to say, I mean, if uh, we done with all the analysis part or are we just talking or is it still show format? Because uh, that's important. Um, well, look, we could just – I was just going to have you get this last uh, show format question about the, the Bucks and the Eagles. Uh, after that, we can decide. You want to sit and chat? I think we should save the Cowboys and Niners and the Chiefs uh, and the Steelers for tomorrow morning's show. Give us a little something to talk about. Give us something to pick up, um, you know, before them Eagles and Bucks get underway. Um, But, look, man, it's up to you. If you just want to shoot the shit and talk about this Tampa Bay Eagles game, I'm I'm all for it. Okay. No problem. I ain't got nothing to say about that funky-ass game. Um, <laughs> Bucks win. You know, that's one you know, I, I mean, I, I think that's a game this weekend that I could just kill. I, I mean, I, I watch it because it's football and it's playoffs, but mm-hmm. you know, and I, I you know, the, the Tampa Tom Brady is a lot cooler than New England Tom Brady. If we were playing wrestling characters, I like this dude better than the corporate version, you know what I'm saying? You know, you got the wild dude, then you got the corporate when they back in the day when they had that corporate team. Mm-hmm. Motherfuckers was in suits, so they were supposed to be different, but he's still wild motherfucker underneath. So I do like him now, but I don't have shit. I, Bucks win. I got nothing. I, I am... <laughs> no, that's not true, though. That's not true. Because... But it... Me even saying anything about the Eagles always wraps me into a loop with the Giants. So I'm just—I've already said my piece about that. Buck win, um, next game. All right. Well, let me just give an update real quick for the Cincinnati and Las Vegas game. Raiders are driving on their first and send you um, off off the kickoff. Uh, Derek Carr is five of six. He just completed uh, incompletion because of a great pass breakup. Uh, Third down, they're attempting a 47-yard field goal. So let's see what goes on. The kick is 
good. Raiders on the board, 3-0 in the first quarter, 9-23 to go. And uh, first drive ends with some points. They look comfortable. The Cincinnati Bengals were in a prevent defense, giving up everything underneath, which is the much, 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 much ill-advised, stupidest thing that you could possibly do with those weapons on the outside with Waller, Moreau, Renfro, and Zay Jones playing at a high level. And then on top of that, you got Josh, Josh Jacobs coming out of the back, Phil, who can is a dual threat back, who can catch and run and delay handoffs. Like I don't, I don't get that. But I guess this is a fill out time for them to see what they're bringing or coming with it. We'll see what's going on on Cincinnati side of the ball when they get it off the kickoff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and we discussed a little bit of Cincinnati earlier um, about you know I'll give them I did give them more of a watch than usual most years. Um, and then especially they played the Packers. But this is a team that rushes four and likes to drop back, and their front four has been able to get pressure uh, throughout the year. So we'll see if they're able to uh, make some adjustments, maybe bring some blitzes, um, and, 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 and try it that way. But uh, like first drive, moving on down the field, you held them to three. Um, and, look, I'm always on the, on the positive side uh, when it pertains to defenses holding teams out of the end zone. Three, three points is obviously more than zero. Uh, but it's way less than seven. So uh, I'm just you look. You got you, you got Derek Carr out there swinging the football. You had a good pass breakup on third down uh, that 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 stopped him and made him keep a field goal. So you keep that up, and and Burrow and Chase can get on point. I mean, you trade sevens for threes. I think they'll be happy with that. Um, I believe we have Chase Montana. Uh, we did go over the the two games today um, and the morning game for tomorrow. Uh, the floor is yours. You there, Shakes? I think that's you. I believe that's you. Put the hand up and everything. Um, get you in here when you get a chance. Just, 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 just holler. Um, yeah, yeah. Give me a second, bro. I'll be right here. All right, there's those figures. Um, look, I, 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 I think this game is uh, one that we've all kind of been wanting to watch, um, but I don't know, man. I don't know if, if we're gonna sit here and, and go off that first drive e um, and or LRP either one. I don't know if you watched it or not. Uh, what was I mean? Obviously the defense, but, but were they just eating them up with the dink and dunks, or was it uh, taking what the defense give them, or were they they actually running plays and getting getting yards that way? Right. Who was that to? <laughs> that was to e. But if you're here, shake. Go ahead and give me your. Uh, your analysis for this first game that's already underway, um, and then we can talk about that Bills Patriots game in the afternoon. Well, I've been saying it all week. I think the Raiders gonna win this one. But um, shout out to the Bengals for um, a great season that they had, and of course it's not over yet. But you know, they had a season that I feel. They overachieved in a lot of people's eyes. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that people thought Cincinnati was going to be bums or anything like that. But did we really see playoffs? I know I didn't. So, you know, to me, they overachieved. And great season for them. Now, they beat these Raiders, that, I mean, which they should. Um, I believe they favorite. But 
to me, I just think that the Raiders, I don't know, I just, I have this feeling that Cincinnati is just going to choke this first game. But I, I haven't watched none of it yet, so I don't know how they're playing right now. But I just have this funny feeling that Cincinnati's going to choke this first game. But they did have a great season and overachieved in my eyes. Montaigne, what's up, baby? What's good, bro? I changed my pick before the game because I did a little bit of thinking. And I can't just go against all three, all three of my sons, all three of them. You understand? It's on the field today. All three of y'all. I'm talking they to all three of y'all. They're not you know what I mean? So, right, today, right. Mm-hmm. And they too much <laughs> of a well-oiled machine on offense. I'm sorry, LP. I get out your way, bro. No, no. I'm just ad-libbing with you, bro. You go ahead. You got it. No, no, no. I just, I was just telling Shakes that I changed my pick because a lot of people don't realize Cincinnati's defense is a lot better than it is. It's not a household name yet because they just made a splash that Shakes loves this season. You know, coming back from obviously being a good, you know, team, but already, just in case you need to know, my son has connected with my son four times already on this drive. And they already let in the cornerback, number 35 for the Raiders, feel it. It's nothing he can do. It's going to be a long game for him. So we'll see, Shakes. But I definitely changed my pick, my brother. You changed it from Cincinnati to Oakland? You, bro. I'm trying no, to no, you, no. Bro. I changed it from Oakland. I was time, bro. It's the LGBTQ time, bro. See, we, I'm we, telling you, man, I'm not going against them, I ain't doing that. I ain't doing I'm not going against them, man. I'm not going against them, man. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it, bro. I'm not going to talk like that. I'm going to just keep Joe Mixon. <laughs> My son don't look like, like now, he ever bro. punched nothing. Jamar right Chase now, bro. is being chased into the end zone, and Joe knows how to burrow the ball in between What's defenders that? and get people open. Highest completion percentage <laughs> in the NFL this season at 70. That means a lot. I missed yeah. something there. I heard a bunch of um, and had that as being a reason why the Raiders is going to win. What they got to do with this? I'm lost. No, no, I I, I understand uh, a lot of what Chicks is saying. I just <laughs> uh, I, I I get it. Um, uh, well, let me. So in. what are we? We me we will talk. Of, uh, no, this is <laughs> well all the way down into the red zone. Uh, first and goal from the ten for Cincinnati. Um, so it, it is looking like that. Um, so tomorrow we will uh, discuss the other two games. Uh, but, Sticks, did you want to talk about that Buffalo-New England game or do you just want to pick it and keep moving? Man, if he only had dropped to us, man. <laughs> Remember in my mock class, <laughs> man, this dude dropped to us. He dropped. Man, if I would have got my wish. Oh, Chase is just unbelievable. But the, you know what? And this goes to the E that chose more from the Bronx. See, I have a different mantra, though, right? Because he, he says, right, 
Like, he, he didn't want the Trevor Lawrence's of the world last year and all that because, you know, they, they was going to fuck him up. Which, you know, I, I, I got his point, but then at the same time, he went to Jacksonville. You know what I'm saying? It, it, I, I think the Giants would have been way more better than the fucking Jacksonville Jaguars. But, okay, fine. Anyway, right? My thing is this. I don't agree with that. I agree with that Chase would have, it definitely would have fucked up Chase because we didn't have a fucking quarterback. Now, a quarterback, to me, you go on a team, and if you are uh, a legit guy, a la Herbert, I mean, it doesn't matter what's around you, you're still going to shine. But Daniel Jones is not that guy. That's so. Fair. You know, if we would have, uh, yeah. Chase would have dropped to us and we would have took him, it would have been so unfortunate. Because he would have had kind of a, a year that Kadarius Tony kind of had. Not saying that the injuries and everything, right? Because that that's a whole nother thing with the COVID and the injuries. That's a whole nother thing. But I'm, I'm saying as far as production-wise, we wouldn't have seen Chase do what he's doing now. That was a fucking laser. Mm-hmm. It was to to see Uzuma, uh for a touchdown. Uh, Cincinnati about to kick the extra point. Look, man, the 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 Joe Burrow Jamar Chase thing is something that I don't think can ever be replicated, duplicated, or whatever. You're never going to get a number one pick who played with a number one wide receiver for a whole year in college, set all these records with that one receiver, won a national championship, and then they just pick up the next year where they left off. Like that 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 can't not be forgotten. People are like, oh, just get a quarterback and throw Jamar. Like, they have a rapport that quarterbacks and wide receivers who spend four years in the league have. And they have that because they spent an entire college season together, off-season, college season, off-season, college season, that college season, the last one, boom. I'm going to go ahead and, you know, throw for 89,000 touchdowns, 8,500 yards. All of them go to Jamar Chase, and we're going to win a national championship. Then we're going to leave, and that team's going to win three games the next year we leave. Like, let's not forget that when we talk about Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow. Those guys have – they had all of that, and then they had an entire offseason, and now they're on the same team. It's like, look, we – I don't want to sit here and say, look, if he went to any other team, he would be bad or better. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying is the <laughs> – the absoluteness that he was going to be good with Joe Burrow was always there. People like me had trepidation on their offensive line and was he going to be able to actually throw him the football, which he was. I don't think any of us question that, and I think it's just he just – they just picked up where they left off. I think it was like 30 touchdowns in college their last year together. Joe Burrow gets hurt. He played two NFL games or th- three NFL games and, a, and the start of the fourth one and didn't see another NFL field till his buddy was back. Like that's that's a lot. I love that. That's awesome. Like you can't you can't script it any better. And now they're you know marching down the and, field and, and, I, and when they took him, I think we was all Google Gaga for it. But you were sitting there like, well, what offensive line? And you said that about Arizona the the previous year, I believe. Or was that uh, no no that was you, so yeah so um <laughs> yeah I mean you said what about the line and I and and I thought about that too when you said it 
because that line is what got Burrow hurt. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I don't think you were wrong, but uh, it's just that Burrow is just very talented. He is that quarterback that we all covered. And to have a guy that you just mentioned, uh, somebody that you had a rapport with, that is a fucking superstar, a megastar, and to already have that connection with him, it, it was a match made in heaven. And um, it's just good for those kids, and uh, I'm glad that it's, it's showing success early. So, but, yeah. Exactly. And, and, and you know, uh, I, I'm i 100% uh, behind you on that. Like, I'm never going to uh, talk about the Cincinnati offensive line in a bad light until they prove that they are in a bad light. Um, but like you said, I did call that Arizona thing, uh, and I was right. Uh, they were unable to put together consistent uh, plays on the field. You saw the flashes. It looked great. Uh, and they were un- they were not a playoff team and didn't do anything. They addressed the offensive line in the offseason in the draft, uh, and they started off 9-1. and one. And, you know, they had opportunity to be number one in all the NFC and NFL, if not for a few injuries and a few bad bounces. So, like, this is a team in Arizona that I was right on. And then Cincinnati, I was wrong. And I was wrong because you had Joe Burrow and you had Jamar Chase, where the Cardinals, as much as they have those guys now, it took an offseason to go get a Hopkins. It took an offseason to go get an A.J. Green. It took an offseason to go get some guys to help you where they didn't need that offseason. Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase has had that from the get-go. Uh, so, hey, look, it, it, it was good, it, and they did everything they could. Uh, they won the NFC, AFC North, um, and, and, you know, we're talking about them. And I guess it, the good thing, I guess, for what would you say, for Baltimore and Cleveland fans, we're not talking about the quarterback and how they haven't won because they're not here. So Cincinnati's doing their thing. Um, it, 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 like you said, were they supposed to be in the playoffs? Absolutely not. I had them, I think, six, seven wins, eight wins, which is dramatically a dramatic improvement from the previous year. They were That's a top it. four pick the previous year. So exactly. for me to sit there and say, exactly what I thought. You take over. No, no, you good. I'm sorry. I was just ad-libbing like LRP would say, but <laughs> yes. Yeah, you're right. Exactly, exactly what I thought. You know what I mean? Like maybe six, mm-hmm. seven. I mean, uh, at, at most eight. You know what I'm saying? At most eight to mm-hmm. show like, okay, we we taking a step forward going into next year. But to see mm-hmm. this, to see what they have done all season long, to see how they finished the damn season, and that's one thing, Right. That's one thing when you're a team like that, when it comes playoff time, when it comes crutch time, and you got to make a, a, a spot for yourself in the playoffs, that's when you show, you know what I mean, the clutchness, the clutch genius in you. Do you have it? Are you that quarterback? Can you win us the games that we need you to win? And he did that. Shout-outs to Joe Burrow. My yeah, Joe Burrow did his thing. And look, a, 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 he's oh geez, um, uh, third and eight for Vegas. They've got a false start as well, so they are moving backwards. Um, and then they got a little bit there, but they are third and eight um, at their own forty. Uh, look, man, this is a this is this is just 
this is one of those things when you you look at um, a landscape of a team, and we talk about the offensive line and things, and those guys aren't tremendous. They are still ranked, I think, 20-something in the league, you know, PFS, and then there's other grades out there that have them, you know, below middle of the pack. But Jamar Chase, 1,000 yards. Higgins, 1,000 yards. Mixon, 1,000-yard rush. Joe, 4,000-yard pass. So the, those guys did everything and everything to help that offensive line overcome the deficiencies, and now they're here. And then this, this is what you're talking about. It's going to take probably going to take a game-winning drive. And, yes, all on the quarterback. If those five guys aren't there, no matter how good your quarterback is, it's going to be wet. Oh, my Lord. Derek Carr, Saxon, so, uh... 32, minus eight fumbles. T. Hendrickson, the guy I was talking about, recovered the football first at the Las Vegas 15 for the Cincinnati Bengals after a, a Daniel Jones-like Derek Carr turnover. Um, the I'm sorry. Okay, May I jump in? To... May I jump in? May I jump in right here? Because that's what I was I think talking LRP about was when trying I gave to... my analysis. Well, that you were LRP. That's, this is what I was talking about when I gave my analysis. A bunch mm-hmm. of underrated, no-name guys who's going to step up and make plays and take this game. There we go. There's the first one right there. That's what I'm talking about. They're not household names, but they are mm-hmm. definitely solid. There it is. And this is, That's my this first is where it gets situation. dangerous. It gets dangerous for Vegas right here because if you go down 14-3, that takes almost – again, we're early in the first – well, not early. It's three minutes left in the first. We're early in the game. So running doesn't go out the window, but down 14-3, that, it, it, it's hard, especially when now these Bengals defense can, can pin their ears back and, and, and maybe throw some blitzes at you. I'm, I mean, man, <laughs> this Bengals team might surprise some people. Um, you know they what? look like they're about um, to can go you, up to – can I can I ask you a question, Nacho, really quick? A favor, actually, because I'm not in front of anything except children. Can you do me a favor? Can somebody off the top of the head tell me the last time the Cincinnati Bengals made the playoffs? Because it's a reason why I'm saying that. It's a reason oh, they why they made I'm the playoffs a lot. Right. This, it's not them making the, the playoffs. No, 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 no. What was uh, the drought though? What was the drought? Because they had a little small drought. The drought is 31 years from winning one. They haven't won a playoff game in 31 years. No, I'm years. talking about the playoffs. They've playoff been drought. to the. Like, but like, uh, no, I'm saying, uh, what year did they not make the playoffs, or how many consecutive years did they not make the playoffs? I think it's only been a couple. Give me one second. Because remember, okay, they were so, going to the playoffs. And it hasn't playoffs been that much. Winning. I've been and, to and, it. And guess what? I want to talk about that because that's the type of team that we want to not just model but, ourselves after, but be mentioned oh, okay, in that type okay, of conversation with. You understand? There we go. See how they I missed the playoffs for a couple of years? But I'll listen to the analysis, the uh, stats and facts, Nacho. So you ready? So from from 2009 to 2015, they made the playoffs one, two, three, four, five, six, seven out of eight years. And then from 2016 to 2020, they missed the playoffs. Six win, seven win, six win, two win, four win. Two win and four win got them Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. After that, ten and seven make the playoffs. They missed the playoffs one, two, three, four, five years, uh, 16 to 20. Uh, All right, now. Bill, go ahead. Real quick, first off, I just want to say with that, this is why I was such a big Marvin Lewis fan. 
I was a big Marvin Lewis defender because I'm like, bro, all you can do and ask from a fucking coach is to get you to the goddamn playoffs, bro. You know what I'm saying? And he did that consistently seven out of eight years, as you just said. Okay? So I yeah, I know people wanted to pile on once, you know, he was on his way out. But I was like, man, look, man, he got him to the motherfucking dance, man. And that's all you can, can do. I, can I tell you something that you said, Shakes? Because me and you had this talk longer than anybody, and I mean I'm respectfully saying that because we did. You want to know something that you said and I was talking about with you? We said we'll see exactly who they are without him being uh-huh. there. Yep. We talked about this. And we was like, yep. we'll see so, if it was Marvin Lewis or if it was everybody else. And, and, and to be honest, it's a little, it, it has to be a little bit of both. I mean, the guy, 16 years, only made the playoffs seven, lost every single one. So you could sit here and look at the longevity of it. And, again, this is a guy in all of his tenure at anywhere from a two-win season. Nope, sorry. Had anywhere from a four-win season on up to a 12-win season. Lewis was all over the board. He could get you an 8-8 eight and eight season one year or 11-5. and 4-11 to 10-6. 4-12 and and to 9-7. and seven. So, and, and this is, this is you know, what do you got? Anderson, what is, what is that? What's his name? Derek Anderson, right? That's your quarterback, followed by Carson Palmer. Then Paul, then Palmer. Uh, oh, sorry, sorry. Palmer, then Fitzpatrick, uh, Palmer some more, and then Dalton. So, I mean, we look at those guys. Do any of those quarterbacks jump off the page? And you know, Cedric Benson there at quarterback. They had the the law firm Green Ellis at Robert Mean at running back. Um, Hill been followed up by five years of Nixon. It, it, it's been a steady dose of the same people. So. Look, we can talk about the coaching or the players. This was a team that, for whatever it was, for the better part of what what I say nine years, they made the playoffs, first or second in their division. That had the Ravens, that has the Ravens and the Steelers. So, look, people want to hate on Lewis or whatever. He did what he can. He spent the last three years six wins, seven wins, six wins, missing the playoffs. It's a new league. You had 16 seasons and you never won a playoff game. That's why they got on. I don't think anyone really ever got on Marvin Lewis as the coach that can't coach a team, that can't win a game. They got on Marvin Lewis because you get your team there, and regardless of who you got at quarterback, because you went through three quarterbacks, four quarterbacks if you count Fitzpatrick, and you made it with all of them, and you didn't win, or you didn't make it with Fitz, but you made it with all of them, and you lost with all of them. So it's like at a certain point, I mean, blame can be, you know, 50-50, 20 10%, all the way around. But, man, like that Bengals team was just – it was good, too. It's not as if this was a team like that 12-4 and Bengals team in 2015, that was a good Bengals team. That was a really good Bengals team. They had a good defense. They were out there. They, had, they were ranked seventh in points, second in points, sorry. Uh, defensively, seventh in points offensively, top five, top, like, you've got to win with that. Even if you're, you know, you want to degrade the coach, you've got to win. I mean, just not winning at all, I think, was the one in the playoffs. Because we all knew, for a large part, he was going to make it. 
and you have to look at the success of the other teams in that conference during that time period. There's three Super Bowls in his conference from the moment he takes over, and he didn't get in on any of that. Four Super Bowl appearances, if you count the three by the Steelers, and I think they won the Ravens before that. So, you know, like, if you're, if you're, like, I don't know, man. After the after the 2015 season, how Lewis still kept his job is beyond me. And we all made the jokes he had, the you know the the tapes on the owners and stuff. But I don't know, man. The Zach Taylor team. I just don't I, understand I don't what, what I want from a coach, man. Get him and just dance. He gets you there. That's it. But um, also, like I want to the, you got to win. Though. Though. You got to win, Shake. You can't just make it and not win. I get it, but that's not, not even. I mean, I'm not going to say that's not on him, but I mean, ooh, if a motherfucker could get you there seven times, seven, not once, not twice, not three times, but seven fucking times, bro, it comes a point in time where you got to say, yo, this dude is, he's coaching them up to get them there. These players is just not fucking sitting there uh, executing enough to fucking get them over the hump. Can I ask me, that shake you? For me, I want that motherfucking coach, bro. I want him. All right, see, look. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me make one more point. Let me make one more point real quick, right. real quick, and let you me, can get back get to that. Right at, I got you. I'm going to just go right after Shake because uh, I'm going to ask you but, something, not you. Go ahead, Shake. Go ahead, Shake. My, this is my point, though. With the the Burrow thing, right? And when we talk about the offensive line deficiencies and all that, it's still not all the way there. But you see, the talent overcomes it, and that's all I was saying in the three years of Daniel Jones. Yes, I do get the point that he did. He do need an offensive line. Eli needed the offensive line, but Eli was also still good enough to win you uh, six, seven, eight games. This guy can't even win you four. Okay. So I'm, this is what I'm just trying to say. The offensive line, yes, it is a, a huge factor in going to a, what a quarterback um, uh, development and progression is. But at the same time, that talent will overcome it. Herbert, Burrow, they will overcome that bullshit. Daniel Jones could not, and that's why I was so critical of Daniel Jones. That's why I said he wasn't the guy, because he did not. His talent, excuse me, not he, but his talent did not overcome the bullshit that he had to overcome. Mm-hmm. And I get that. That, that is a – oh, sorry, you were next question. Oh, oh no, I'm 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 not going against any of that. I mean, you had three years to show us. I don't have anything to say. We all knew what it was. I'm moving so forward because I'm dialed into these quarterbacks coming out. We can talk about that anytime you want because I did my research on that for you, Montana, long time ago. But I got definite now. Um, moving back to the Bengals and Marvin Lewis and making the playoffs. Who were the teams that they played? in that stretch when they made the playoffs those years, if you mind, Nacho. You know what I mean? If, if you feel it's too much, I'll go to it. But I think it should be right there because you mentioned losses. So it might be the teams they played. I just want to hear the teams they played because that so, – So it is third one, Indianapolis. Shit. Mm-hmm. 
and neither Peyton Man and Ben Roethlisberger teams, right? No, I'm, oh, I'm starting with the I'm starting with the 2015. So that would be Ben Roethlisberger, but 2015 Ben Roethlisberger. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Andrew Luck. Um, oh, by the way, uh, that 2015 victory by the Steelers was the last time they won a playoff game. Um, Cincinnati would be the Colts. That would be the 20. Uh, twenty. That's the Andrew Luck Colts, uh, twenty fourteen. Right. Um, okay. Um, and t- twenty thirteen uh, was the Philip Rivers Chargers. Uh-huh. Um, twenty twelve was the Texans. I don't think that's Deshaun either. I don't know if Deshaun's twenty twelve. I think he's was that Derek Carr or da- David Carr? David, David Carr. Carr. David, was that David Carr? Let me check. Let me check. Let me check. Gary, Who was that? I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm looking. Hold on one second. Yeah, come on. Give me some players, then. Uh, Andy Dalton on the Bengals. Come on. T.J. Yates for the Texans. Okay. A miracle happens once. And then I remember that game. Yeah, I do too. Matt Schaub. It was two Texans back to back. TJ Yates and then Matt Schaub. Um and I actually remember those games uh now that I'm, I'm talking about it. Right. Okay. So look, I think the reason I and real quick, I think the reason why a lot of people gave Marvin Harris, uh, Marvin Lewis to blame and, and we're on him so much is that because through the entire tenure, quarterback changed, wide receiver changed, and running back changed three full times. You had three brand new sets of star power on the offensive on offensive side of the football that you were unable to win one. I'm not talking about going on a horrific a, a terrific run and winning the playoffs and going to a Super Bowl and maybe you have a last second Tennessee Titans thing and you lose by a yard. They never won one, just one, just and one. My thing is in I 16 got years. I got you. And my thing is, I'm looking at them being an up and coming team, who possibly if they didn't run into the juggernauts of that time, right? It would have possibly been different, but those teams were juggernauts. They went on to win Super Bowls previously and during and were Super Bowl contenders. Because of being a low seed, they ran into the highest seed, if I'm not mistaken, and teams that nope. were better than them at some time. They, they had, those games I just mentioned, three of them were home games. Mm-hmm. They were the division winners. Look, man, I understand what you're trying to say. They lost to the Texans. Yeah. They didn't make it nowhere after they, they beat them. They lost to the Andrew Luck Colts. They lost the next week. They no nobody they lost to went on and won a Super Bowl. Not even that Colts team. Not not even that Steelers team in 2015. Again, that was the last one they had. This Bengals team, whether you want to talk about you know the the the, the players on the field, there was one constant for 16 years. That was the head coach. I got the players came in and out. Nothing is relevancy. And being able to still stay relevant and still being able to maintain in a powerhouse AFC the way it was with the Tom Brady's, the Ben Roethlisberger's, the Phillip Rivers, and all of those guys, mm-hmm. and you still are able to be relevant. And that is something mm-hmm. that I think Shakes is referring to. You're still relevant in that mix. 
and that's what made him not such a bad coach, but actually yeah. a commendable one. Again, it's not as if he could be a great coach and still not be worthy of having another year. Like, both those things can be true. For whatever reason, your great coaching can't win us one playoff game. You can get us there, and apparently when the playoffs start, you don't have to coach anymore. So you can get us there, but you can't win us one. Like, I, I, I understand as much as the regular season is on players and coaches, it has to be the same way in the playoffs. But I'm just, I'm just saying, look, it's 16 years, zero playoff wins. You have to let him go. Now, if you're talking about, if you're talking about another team looking at that and saying, can we take him in and he possibly change our franchise or help us move into the right direction? Yes, he can. Am I saying he's never going to win a playoff game? He's a bad coach or he can't do anything to coach or help any team in the NFL? That is not what I'm saying. I'm saying in 16 years for one team. You were relevant enough to stay above 500 for majority of it, and you won the division multiple times, and you walked away with zero playoff wins. As an ownership and as, a, as an organization, you have to understand that something as good as it may be, you need better. And right now, I will take this Cincinnati Bengals team with Zach Taylor as their head coach against any of those teams with Ocho, with Hushmanzada, with Palmer, with Andy Dalton, with anybody you want to talk about. This Bengals team is better than the last 19 Bengals teams, and that's because of coaching, and that's because of they've never had a Joe Burrow, and they've never had uh, – we could talk about Jamar Chase and A.J. Green, but let's be real. They've never had a Jamar Chase. This is next level with talent. And Jack Taylor, for what it's worth, can have a good first year, made the playoffs the second year. So we'll see – what they do next year, but that's the only thing I'm saying. I just think they made the right decision after 16 years for the Cincinnati Bengals. Why 30, 30, 29, 28 other teams haven't given that man a chance whether he wants one or not, that is beyond me because there's proof in the pudding that he can coach. I'm just saying they were justified in 16 years of releasing him. Again, we're talking too much about this Bengals team, uh, 10-3, uh, 12:49 left in the second quarter. Bengals got the football, uh, moving it on the Raiders' side, second and eleven. But oh, um, yo, what was the offensive lineman that that number one guy? It wasn't Slater. It was the other guy. Who was it? Who? Offensive uh, um, lineman, number one offensive guy. That got that drafted. Guy. Yeah. In last year. Yeah. Oh my. Um, Makai Makai Becton wasn't it? Makai Becton for the Jets. No, no. no then who was it? No, then who? Oh, wait. Oh man, Slater. Ah, it's gonna come. It's gonna come to my brain. Jesus, come on. E, you was. We just was talking about all this, man. And by the way, twenty-seven yard pass to Jamar Chase. He's yeah, a man. Dude, I told you. Oh, he. Oh, what the fuck? Yo, did you see how, what he did? The number ten, no? though. Oh, the one. The one in Detroit. I tried the one in Detroit. Oh the, one Detroit, uh, yes, the one in Detroit, uh, Penae Sewell. The one in Detroit. Penae Sewell, my son. Yeah, well, my son, yeah. Sewell. Oh, yep, there you go. Yeah. Oh, so he went to Detroit. No wonder why. Yeah, he went to Detroit. You know, just because of
I'm 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 excited off what my son is doing right now. That's the reason why you hear me talking like that. Because we we looking at the strength of a grown man push another grown man for a reception. And y'all know that's my type of thing right there. So yes, I did pronounce his name wrong. Thank you for your correct <laughs> pronunciation. But I don't give a fuck about him right now. He's home with a two thirteen and a half a game team or whatever the fuck they was. And my son is in here proving that I'm still around number ten and thirty five. Y'all gotta have long days. And that's yo. So they only oh so, they so with, only passed up on Slater for Chase then. They passed up on. They passed up on all. I mean, as far as offensive line, yeah, like they passed up on all the tackles. They passed up on all of them. Him and Spider and even even Suwa. I thought he was like two or three. Suwa was six. Suwa was six. Suwa was six. Oh my god. Suwa was six. But let me tell you, Nacho Nacho blew a gasket over that. He was like, yo, this man. Leg was looking like a half a chicken wing, and they're gonna not get him with the protection that he needs. But instead, and picked a wide receiver. I think it was a horrible move. I think this guy maybe has a couple. I don't know how many games he might have called uh, Joe Burrow even playing. But obviously, they have confidence in a line that got him destroyed last season, and that's why he keeps saying how he was wrong because he went in on them doing you, that. You know. You know, we talk about, you know, I don't want to talk about Aaron Rodgers, but we talk about that situation that happened and, you know, the court, the coach and quarterback situation and the front office getting advice. Do I think, I think they went to Joe. I think they went to Joe. I think they said, hey, we can go get you Panay. We can go get you Rashawn Slater. Or we can go get you Jamar Chase. What do you think we should do? And he was like, hey, I'm good with Chase. But, you know, it's your decision, whatever you want to do. But I think me and Chase can go do what we did uh, in LSU. And I honestly think I, – I, I, I could be wrong, but I think that's what they did. I think they had they, – they were going to go anyway. They were not wrong either. You could t- Sorry, you could take Sewer Chase. And to be honest, I still think they're a 10-win team. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, listen real quick, though, right? I, I just want to say something off topic of that, though, because I'm, I'm watching the game as well. And I just seen the LGBTQ just come through and sack the quarterback. And it just made me, right? No, no for real. For real. It, made, it made me think, right? I'm going to mute myself. I'm not doing it with him today, y'all. Pause. No. No, I'm a new E. No. But listen, right? As I'm watching that, right, it made me think to myself, bro. Listen, just listen real quick, bro. He can't stop. I'm watching that, right? I'm watching this. And I'm like, yo, I thought to myself, yo, like that has to be one of the the scariest things, bro. It has to be like a nightmare of mine to have a whole bunch of LGBTQ just come through and trying to kill you, bro. Like, they, they all chasing you, bro. They trying to kill Yo, that's the scariest thing I could ever imagine. I felt for Joe Burrow just now. You saw how he went down, right? He put his ass yeah. on the floor. For, no, I'm just uh-huh. Like, he went booty down first, bro. <laughs> That's why I said it. That's why I said it. I knew you was going to say that. Don't do that. He got swung around that way. I was there. I was there. Look at where first body part that hit the ground, G. 
I'm just saying. You know, he could have he could have yeah. gave gave way a little, a little sooner, so he didn't cause no injury. But so he was not a little bit safe. That was a sack. That was a sack. That was a sack there. That was a sack, and then that was a sack, and then a thirty-yard field goal. Cincinnati Bengals. Cincinnati Bengals are up 13-3 over the Raiders with about 10-20 left in the second. Um, and we did cover this game. We did cover the Bills and the Patriots. Um, we also covered the Eagles and the Bucks. Um, they don't play this weekend. I think they may play next weekend. When do the Ravens play again? Uh, I was trying to figure that out. Uh, we so out, man. This oh, we out, out. Okay. Uh, oh, man. Shit. Oh, it is wild. Lamar Jackson went down. Yeah, it's a wrap yeah. for us, G. Yeah. We are called the oh, Baltimore yeah. Lamar. Can we Baltimore. can we talk about how my yeah. son Tyler Huntley the Baltimore shakes? Because I would like to talk about that later with you. I like to call them the Baltimore something that starts with an L, but not Lamar. But um, the the oh. game tomorrow morning. I didn't get your. I don't think I got Shakes' opinion on the the, the morning game tomorrow. Um, and then we'll get back to letting everyone watch these games. I got some itchy kids because their grandma just dropped off their Christmas presents. Um, so <laughs> we'll let them open them up here in a minute. Uh, but, Shake, tomorrow morning, Philadelphia, Tampa Bay, at the 1 o'clock game, uh, you know, get your not popcorn ready. Uh, but go ahead. Hey, there go my boy, Jacobs. Oh, man. Motherfucker, they baked chicken, B. I told, I said this all week long, yo. They is bait chicken. I don't see they got any chance mm-hmm. in hell. This is gonna be interesting. Uh, we will do a show tomorrow uh, before that game. Um, but if the running like attack the seems to be, hey, the two so mixing for thirty-five yards, first and goal, uh, first and ten from the Cincy twelve. Uh, after uh, Joe Josh Jacobs just ran it uh, for thirty-five. So. Um, we'll see. This could be a 13 to 10 game. Uh, we'll see how, how the Vegas, Las Vegas Raiders handle the rest of this. But um, anything y'all looking forward to from tonight's game? Uh, we'll start with shakes at the top, work our way down tonight's game, the rest of the weekend, uh, and then whatever we'll closing statements and get on up out of here. We can get the rest of our Saturdays going. Um, which one? I know it's an AFC game. Is it, oh yeah, it's New England Buffalo. Yeah, man, mm-hmm. man, these motherfucking games today, man. I'm definitely glued to these games today. On um, tomorrow's games ain't. I mean, they they high. Of course, it's the division games, so uh, we kind of. I well, at least I can't speak for everybody else, but me, I'm like. Uh, Scrooge out this motherfucker for them motherfuckers. Lose, lose, lose. I just don't think that the Cowboys will lose tomorrow. I, don't, I just don't have it in San Fran to beat them, but I hope they do. I hope they do. But as far as Philly, they bake chicken. Um, tonight, uh, I said it. I said it yesterday. Patriots are going to win this game. Uh, I just think that Belichick, I don't think Buffalo ready for that. I don't think Buffalo's ready for that in the playoffs. They already then um did they uh they tied the seed in series right? Because I know the first game New England handed it to them, and so mm-hmm. yeah, man, 
You know what I mean? <laughs> I think that's, that's going to be the case uh, today as well. So I got New England. And I don't, and honestly, I don't even think it's going to be close. Mm-mm-mm. And look, uh, I don't know about the absolute part, but that was the three attempts passing game for Mac Jones in the first game that they won running the football. Uh, and then the second one, that was the Bills running rough shot over the Patriots late in the season. So uh, this is the rubber match. Uh, I did pick the Buffalo or the Bill oh, Belichick-led New England Patriots. Uh, I picked the Patriots to take that victory and, 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 and continue to win. But uh, like I prefaced, uh, this will probably be a matchup we see for the next 10 to 15 years in the playoffs, um, just being teams of their caliber and – this isn't going to be a AFC East run by the Patriots as much as, like I said, Matt Brady is about to take over the whole AFC East again. Um, the oh, Deshaun Jackson. Oh, you can catch yes, deep. But you can't catch that, huh, Paul? No, that, I mean, if he could, he'd probably still be on a good team. Um, Chase, mm. closing statement. Let's get on up out of here. Man, um. Fuck every team that's in these playoffs. That's right. Fuck them all. I hate them all. So, I don't care who wins. As long as it's not Dallas. As long as it's not Philly. I'm good. Oh, yeah, New England, too. And Pittsburgh. Yeah, they can, they can all burn. God but, damn, that's the whole AFC, Jake. No, no, fuck. I just said two from the NFC, two from the AS. <laughs> didn't you add? Didn't you add a couple more just out of thought? Uh, <laughs> no, not really. I mean, I don't really care if Buffalo wins it. Um, you know what? Yeah, right. San Fran, they uh, they can kick rocks too. Green Bay too, they can kick rocks too. Come on, man. Here we go. Look. <laughs> yeah. Um, the Rams can win it. They can win it. That would be fine. Um, Arizona can win it. That that would be fine. Um. Buffalo can win it. I'll be fine with that. Um, uh, I don't want no more Kansas City. I don't want it. That's boring. I don't want to see it. Um, yeah, and that's about it. Man. I don't really don't like nobody in the AFC, to be honest with you. I don't like that. I don't like them. All my teams is going in the AFC. My Ravens out. Chargers is out. I ain't got a motherfucking... I ain't got a team in this motherfucker. Miami. I can't hold for none of them motherfuckers. So, fuck them all. That's how I feel about it. Two tears in the bucket. Matter of fact, I don't hate Las Vegas. There you go. Las Vegas. Las Vegas. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. All righty. LRP. LRP the forger. All right. Uh, LRP, I think you either muted or in the background. I got you. Uh, Eat a chosen one. Let's end it. Listen, bro, I'm okay with all of the teams winning it except for the Packers. I don't want to talk to you, okay? I don't want to hear from you. The Cowboys, I don't want to hear from any Cowboys fans too close to the division, okay? Um, I'm an underdog sleeper guy. You guys know that. And – I do have some favorites on the low 
and I won't reveal that, but they'll eventually come out this season when we're talking. But um, I'm fine with the Rams, as Shake said. I'm super okay with the Bills because it is New York, so, I mean, you know, got to represent the state. Um, Arizona, no problems at all, just like Shake's. Uh, who else? But Cincinnati, wow. That would just blow my mind because that would be an underdog, right, to be say the least, to be like, whoa. New England, I'm going to keep it real. Because I'm a Tom Brady guy, I don't want to see them win nothing else no more. He did what he did. That was great. I loved every moment of it. I get to talk. We all know how I feel about Tom Brady. Let's move forward. I'm not spending time on that. It speaks for itself. Seven of them things. Um, yeah. You know what? I would like I, – I, I would like the Rams to win it. I ain't, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I would love to see Odell Beckham get a ring and act stupid and do something crazy. I, I, I would love to see that, man. I just, I just like the Rams organization as a whole. You know what I'm saying? So Rams and AFC, I'll pick somebody real quick. Mm. Buffalo, right? I'll just go there with it. So that's my picks on who I would like to see go to the Super Bowl. So that's it, man. Eat a chosen one from the Bronx. This has been a great show, man. Shout out to everybody listening. Shout out to everybody who called in. Shout outs to my co host today and the host for today, Nacho. I'll be back with you guys tomorrow at 3 p.m. Eastern time so we can wrap up the games from tonight, the early game from tomorrow, which will possibly still be on, and we can talk some more football. Great show. Great great job. Great day. Love you, brothers. Oh, oh, oh. Saturday football, fucking awesome. Saturday football because the season's almost over? Nah. Um, I am ready. Uh, I have another week before my team gets to play on, I think it's Sunday, uh, but it may be Saturday. I'm not 100% sure how they're going to work that out. Um, we will know those after Monday, of course. Um, you know, angry because the division made it, don't got that problem. Uh, happy because we got a chance, got that problem. Um, I just, mean, if you're talking about you know, the unlikely scenario where the Packers get bounced next week. I want, I want, I want someone who's never hoisted a Lombardi Trophy to hoist that motherfucker. Whether it's Arizona Cardinals, whether it's Tennessee Titans, whether it's the Buffalo Bills or the Cincinnati Bengals. That's it. That's it, man. Tennessee too. What'd you say? No, I said I like Tennessee too. But um, yo, real quick on a shout out on um, yeah, I mean shout out to Joe Mixon. Smacking uh, white girls and, and getting away with it and you becoming see? one of the running backs in the you you see no no <laughs> shake no because I told you not to do that years ago when it happened and I said it to you I said you know what ain't nobody gonna be thinking about that once he's scoring <laughs> touchdowns don't do that man. Don't, don't, don't. You said that right, because ain't nobody talking about it, but I ain't will have got started. Ain't nobody talking about it, man. I said it to you, man. man. Got away. Smack and watch with it. <laughs> you know what, I'm just going to let it go. Shout out to my man. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't understand. Uh, well, I do understand. Uh, I just don't understand how you don't applaud that, uh, considering your favorite team had a killer at middle linebacker and won two Super Bowls with them. 
and nobody says anything about it in Ray Lewis. But um, <laughs> we we can murder up, murder murder up. After the Super Bowl, how you kill somebody after the Super Bowl? If it don't fit, you must quit. It fit though. That was the problem. Uh, that what? Prime time. <laughs> Not Dion. <laughs> Bro, we we will leave that alone. Uh, we, we, I forgot we were still on air. We might get clipped. Um, look, man, is it uh, is it uh, no face, is no it, face. Um, Yeah, is, is it Tennessee? Is it Buffalo? Is it Cincinnati? I don't care. Either one of those three making it to the Super Bowl out of the AFC, I think, will be awesome. Um, I just have to give one shout out and an RIP uh, to all foldable tables. Uh, in the greater Buffalo area for the rest of the evening, especially if they get that victory. Um, and, man, I can't wait. But football, here we go, Super Wild Card Weekend. Um, you know, wait till the number one seeds, you know, show their ugly head back up next week for that divisional round, man. I uh, love each and every one of y'all. Can't wait to get back into this. Um, and, again, as soon as Matt LaFleur and Aaron Rodgers can get on the same page, Packers are going to be scary, man. But until that, Y'all have a great one. I love each and every one of y'all. And uh, good night. LRP, are you with us? You want to say some goodbyes? Thanks for coming out. Y'all have a good one. God bless. Yes, sir. God bless all y'all. Love each and every one of you. Good night. Be safe. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.